Good morning and welcome to my podcast. My name is Ailsa Kepi and I am uh, here on Pleasure for Health. You can look me up on my website, pleasureforhealth.com. I'm a relationship and somatic coach and I'm very excited today to talk to you all about touch. Touch is such an interesting word and a concept um, to really get your get yourselves um, open to, especially when we talk about intimacy, because really intimacy and relationships and touch go hand in hand. Um, most of us uh, equate uh, an intimate relationship with someone that we will uh, probably be in physical contact with and touch. And, you know, there's been many studies done, um, unfortunate studies actually done around touch and the fact that we actually need touch as human beings. We can't survive without touch. It's one of those basic needs. There was a, a study done um, around orphans in Romania um, back a few decades when they were, you know, not touched and cuddled the way that you might hold an infant. They were fed and changed and things, but they weren't held and touched intimately um, or you know kind of as a parent would hold a baby and they actually had a lot of different both psychological and physical um, things come up in their later in their lives um, that made it really hard they had a lot of poor outcomes failure to thrive all those kinds of things so it seems like a really important thing to to wrap our heads around especially now given the fact that we've just Kind of been uh, experience a pandemic where we actually have been either afraid to touch or told not to touch each other, um, to stay six feet apart, uh, and to kind of uh, you know I'm a, a body worker as well, and I've I've had a few clients that were not you know they don't get touched by anybody unless they're coming for a massage, which is um, you know really quite alarming to think about. So I think it's worth spending a little bit of time talking about touch how can you bring touch into your life is it something that you you can do on your own can you do it with uh, you know is it something you can um, negotiate with your partners or lovers and you know how might we go about doing that so i think the the first thing also to notice is that we actually call being touched um you know oh that touched me and we're not necessarily talking about a physical touch we're talking about an emotional connection or an intimate kind of understanding. Um, oh, what you shared really touched me, kind of touched my heart. And of course, obviously we're not really touching someone's heart, at least I hope you're not. And so it's interesting to notice that yes, something has really um, brought you to a sense of yourself, your emotions, your feelings, and has brought that up in you. So there's like a humanness to that, an intimacy to that. And so, you know, before we even get into to physical touch, there's ways that you can touch each other, you know, uh, a friend or a loved one or even a stranger on the street just by smiling, just by interacting in any kind of way. So all of those things we call touch, now they're not as nurturing to our physical body as actual touch, but the, it does, it brings that connection and there is something very touching about having those feelings, you know, it, it kind of makes us different than, you know, maybe a, a, a non-human uh, 
robot or something would would not have that sort of uh, ability to be touched in that way. Well, then again, maybe they will in the in the near future. But this is something that that at the moment really makes us human. So there's that sort of touching, you know, you might uh, as well. I, I think I wrote a blog a, a while ago about a touch plan. Many of us started talking about this as touch professionals when we were seeing the the uh, fallout from COVID and, and the isolation that people were feeling, you know, how could we bring touch to people's lives if they were, you know, in quarantine on their own or isolated from other people or just didn't have an intimate partner. So, you know, a touch plan could be as simple as um, having some beautiful fabrics or you know, buying some organic cotton sheets or a, a terry cloth or flannel uh, robe or, you know, stepping into a hot bath. These are all things that touch our body. And if we take the time to sort of notice or concentrate on those sensations on our body, that can um, go a long way towards fulfilling our needs for touch. And so you could, um, you know, have a soft loofah mitt or you could or maybe you like more rough touch you could do body brushing or you could um, get a more scratchy you know when you kind of take the dead skin off your you know in the bath and you can kind of rub yourself with the loofah um, that is a touch that can feel really good some people really like to have firm tight clothing on because they feel held with that and that's a kind of touch as well you know, some people like the wispiness of wearing like um, really light, silky material and having it kind of float off their body and that really light, feathery kind of touch. Some people can't stand that touch. So it is really interesting to kind of explore, well, what types of touch do I like? What types of touch do I really not like? And, you know, how can I learn about that for myself? This is often something I do with um, couples when I'm coaching them and they've, you know, kind of grown apart on an intimate level and they find it hard to connect physically. And, you know, something we'll talk about is just, well, let's just find something that feels good to each, you know, to your partner so that you have a starting place, right? So, you know, if, if you really love being stroked lightly on your inner arm, you know, around your elbow or something, then your partner can can do that for you and that's a you know that can be a very intimate touch just in and of itself let alone going anywhere further uh with that and it maybe your partner really likes um you know being slapped um you know wherever you like being slapped some people really like it and or the, the, you like being squeezed so where do you like being squeezed and can you get that touch that they want just the way they want it? Because that makes you feel heard, right? It makes you feel seen and heard and, and understood. And that goes a long way towards creating a really intimate setting, whether you ever say, you know, make it to home base, as they say, or, get, you know, have, go any further intimately with your partner at that point. You know, if they tell you, oh, I really love it when you, you know, take your hand, run your hands through my hair. Um, and then you practice doing that touch just the way they like it. And they practice receiving that touch. So, you know, there's a lot to that. You don't want to, you know, if they, if you kind of shut down when you're being touched by your partner, which happens, 
uh, way more than we think, actually. If you find yourself shutting down, even though you like a particular type of touch, it's like, well, he didn't do the dishes today or, you know, she didn't put any lingerie on for me or, you know, that's really stereotypical things, by the way. But you know what I mean? If it's if you're somehow rattled or you're just upset with your partner and then they try to do your favorite touch, it can feel really like, well, why are you doing this when, you know, you, you couldn't be bothered to do this other thing? So, you know, obviously there's relational pieces that have to get put into play there. You have to both agree that you're going to put aside all of the frustrations and just focus on the present time touch. And I would say that it's easy to start getting resentful about the fact that, you know, you looked after three kids all day, you took the garbage out, you cooked dinner, and now your partner wants to um you know wants to just touch you and you're like well wait a second you know this isn't you know what are you expecting from me instead of just receiving their touch as a way of feeling intimate so if you can let go of those expectations and those other if you can put aside your other relational difficulties and just focus on the present time um i often suggest taking 10 minutes even five minutes each, ask your partner for a particular type of touch that you like, see if they can do it. You, you know, they, you reciprocate and you just do one touch each for two or three minutes and then you swap and then you say, well, that was really lovely. Now, maybe we could go wash the dishes together, uh, you know, and actually find a way to do that together. So it's, you know, touch is not gonna save your marriage. And, you know, many people do think that Oh, um, if I touch my partner in in the uh, the best way, they're gonna forgive me for all of my shortcomings. And you know, uh, it's possible, but I think it's more likely that relationships are are very complex and you know well rounded if you really get into them. And so, having a good psychological, emotional connection where you're not codependent on each other, where you're you know bringing your full self, where you're doing you know, able to listen and hear um, other aspects of your relationship, then the touch can really um, accentuate either good or bad relationships. But on, on any front, having touch of some kind and actually allowing yourself to be touched the way you want and really taking it in, like if, if your partner has agreed to touch you for a few minutes the way that you want, that is a gift and it's really important to take that in. So these are some of the aspects of touch that I think are uh, are really important. It's also great to realize that there are touch professionals out there. And I just wanted to bring this up because many of my clients, you know, you, you do sometimes realize that you can't actually fulfill all of your intimate partner's needs and that you may want to go elsewhere. Like if you really love a two hour long massage, there's very few people that haven't been trained in massage that can do a two hour long massage without, you know, feeling like their hands are sore or, you know, if you don't have a table, like it can be really difficult. So if you know that you love to be touched and needed and all of that, maybe you decide to invest in yourself and your love of touch and you go for a massage every couple of weeks and you can use a touch professional in that way to fulfill your needs so that you're not, you know, resentful to your partner. Well, why can't you massage me for this long? You know, whether you like light, uh, light touches, whether you just like to be touched 
all day when your partner passes behind you and just touches your neck lightly or slaps you on the butt or whatever the touches are perhaps you're more touchy-feely you can negotiate those types of things but there's also um cuddlers cuddlists they they are professional people that will cuddle you and uh you know there might not always be someone in your particular area but there are actually uh more and more trained people that will it's a non-sexual form of touching that allows you to feel held to feel you know like they might stroke your hair and they might just cuddle you for like an hour and that would be your session and so there are there are people that are trained to do that in a way that doesn't um, mean that you have to have a relationship with them in any other way. You can just get your touch needs met. Some other types of, um, you know, professionals work with touch. I know sex workers and surrogate partners are often, um, you know, brought in just to work with the, this type of thing with touch. You know, whether you're wanting a specific type of touch that your partner is not able to do or you haven't found you know or you would prefer to keep on a very business type of level um you know you can ask for intimate touch you can ask for you know just very um pedantic you know not having any emotional overlay kind of touch sometimes it's nice to be really uh, held by someone who you're never going to see again maybe you're able to let down your guard maybe you find that you know you're you find it hard to be really open and vulnerable with people that you actually care about and are spending time with and it's easier to kind of drop into that space with someone who's just there for you in that moment because that's the thing is in a relationship there's like a two-way <laughs> there's a two-way expectation there whereas with some uh you know touch and bodywork professionals whatever they they do some of them you know will only be touching you others will you know have two-way touch but it'll still be a, a session that's about you and sometimes that's important so i think we have to let go of the shame in our culture of uh ha you know having someone there for us you know it's the same as going to a doctor when we need to see a doctor going to a chiropractor um, going to a touch professional whether it's for therapy or whether it's for surrogacy or whether it's for learning to um, receive intimate touch all of these these aspects are really helpful. Um, part of my practice is around sexological bodywork and this type of educational touch so that you can actually take the time to say and learn what does my body like? What do I not like? How could I ask for this when I'm actually with my partner? So there's you know lots of things we can learn about touch from people that work with touch all the time. Um, and it is something we learn I think it's often forgotten too in our society that some of these things are just assumed that everyone will be good at and that's not true and you know I've been researching a little bit about neurodivergence and the autism spectrum coming up to Autism Awareness Day on Sunday April 2nd um, and noticing that you know not everybody has a similar way of looking at touch and not everybody has skill with negotiating touch um, and many people don't want to or, or get confused by the overlay of intimacy or relationship that goes along with much of our social touching in our culture. Um, so they, they're confused by that. Like it's not a simple touch. Now it's a touch that means come with me or 
stay over there or love me or, you know, there's so much nuance with touch that it can be difficult for people on the spectrum to actually wrap their heads around. So I've been researching that and it's super interesting. So do let me know if you have some more ideas around touch and how it can work for you in your relationships or just for you on your own to have touch, realizing that we are human in a, in a physical body, we're having an experience and touch is one of those experiences. So I'd love to hear how touch works for you in your life. Drop me a comment, follow me on Podbean, Pleasure for Health podcast. Uh, you can find me on iTunes, uh, it gets posted to YouTube. Um, and like I said, check out my website, pleasureforhealth.com for more ways that you can work with me or find out what I'm up to. All right. Thanks for joining me today and have a wonderful day.